Hi, everyone. Thanks for hanging out with us. I'm Kat Shear, and this is a special presentation from Clydesdale Media. Before we get started, I'd like to remind everyone about our sponsors. RX Smart Gear provides world-class jump ropes, grips, and other gear for us all. Use the Clyde use the code Clydesdale15 for 15% off your order at rxsmartgear.com. Mobility Movement is a program that teaches you how to increase your capacity to heal, reduce recovery time, and restore your nervous system to peak health. Everyone gets a seven-day trial, and after that, our followers get their first month free when they use the code ClydesdaleFreeMonth at mobilitymovement.com. That's mobilitymvmnt.com. And finally, C4 Energy delivers the most effective, best-tasting, and highest-quality products. Get 20% off when you use the code Clydesdale at checkout at c4energy.com. That's c4energy.com. I'm getting so good at saying all that stuff really fast. <laughs> uh, today on Meet the Athlete, we are chatting with Granite Games semifinalist Chelsea Nicholas. Chelsea, thanks for joining. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm good. You are about to go into a semifinal in less than a week. How are you feeling? I'm feeling excited, nervous in a good way, and just ready to be out there. I love it. I love it. Now, you've been to Granite Games before. It's been uh, a while, was, but yes. Was that in 2019? No, it was, uh, let's see, um, probably like 2017 or it's been a while since I've been out to Minnesota for Granite Games. Okay. Same vibe, I will tell you, mm -hmm. just from, you know, experiencing it back in the day and and now with the new mm -hmm. um, ownership, it's a, I'm, I'm sure you thought it was a great comp. It was one of the, one of the big ones. Where are you from? Seattle. Okay. So you've got yeah. a ways to go. Oh yeah. Right. This is your, your 8am, right? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> we're like 8am, 2am, 2pm, wherever we're going to meet. <laughs> um, so I did a little research just on the CrossFit.com website, mm -hmm. your best finished eighth place at West regionals in 2018. Yep. So you were out in Del Mar. Yep. That's like epic. It was um, such a cool venue and um, probably my favorite regional. So was that the one where they introduced the handstand obstacles? We did have that that year. Yep. Yeah. Okay. How'd you do on that event? Pretty good. Um, yeah. I mean, you can be good at handstand walking and then you throw in the obstacle course and that's like a whole nother element, but it just takes practice um, and learning how to, I guess, control your balance because you go up and then down. So it's like, getting momentum than putting on the brakes. <laughs> yeah, right, right. When you're going up, you have to kind of be a little bit forward and then try right. to, trying to slow down on your way down. Yeah. Um, there's some holes in your history, um, just according mm -hmm. to CrossFit Games, and I'm sure everyone can sort of put the pieces together to figure out why, but I'm going to let you explain. Okay. 2019, 2020, we don't see you on, on the leaderboard. What was going on in your life? Um. So let's see. I've been doing CrossFit for about 10 years, and for about – five or six of those, I was very focused training, working with the coach, just chasing that um, regional finish to qualify for the games. Mm -hmm. uh, and then in 2018, I finished eighth. And shortly after that, they got rid of regionals. Right. Um, and at that time, I also <clears throat> lost my coach. She left the company I was on contract with. And it was just kind of like I had no upcoming competitions. She was leaving and I couldn't stay with her after five or six years. So I decided to kind of put the brakes on a little bit and do some other things with my fitness. So um, I tried some other things. I did like some biking. Um, I was still doing CrossFit, but mostly just kind of for fun. And then okay. about a year later, um, I joined a super team with okay. Elijah Muhammad, Kelly Clark, and Connor Schmidt. Um, 
and we uh, started training together. We we're kind of all over the country, but we would meet up for training camps and we had a couple of um, sanctionals on our calendar and we flew out to Montreal for um, Atlas Games in 2020. And we I know got- where this is going. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So we got to the athlete briefing and of course the pandemic really hit and they basically canceled the competition. We had also planned on doing Can West games. And of course that was canceled as well. And then after that, they got rid of the path for super teams to the games. Um, So around that time, like the pandemic was going on and I was training as much as I could at home, but again, with no, nothing on the calendar. Um, And then an old local friend who owns a gym near where I live reached out and asked if I wanted to come check out his gym because he knew I was working remote and lived close by. So that's Cody Looney. And I went to his gym CrossFit advantage and he runs the Bergener strength courses and he's very into weightlifting. So he got me into Olympic lifting. And for that, uh, a year or so, I was very focused on Olympic lifting. I went to nationals last year um and that performance actually qualified me for nationals this year which I plan to do in a month or so in Vegas oh cool um but basically yeah a year of focus on strength and then I'd say after nationals last year so starting in about July I just started hopping into the CrossFit classes at his gym and then I would add in a couple extra pieces and I didn't necessarily have plans to compete in CrossFit this year but sure um the open went okay and I was gonna do quarterfinals just for fun and the quarterfinals went really well um I'd say top 40 (laughs) yeah and I find myself um first uh going to semifinals and now the last like month ever since I found out I was going training's been very focused and more volume and just getting fine-tuned and prepped for that and I almost feel like doing enough to maintain my fitness and giving my body a little bit of a break has helped me um with recovery and just be ready to I mean, I've been PRing things constantly, which is kind of crazy after doing CrossFit for 10 years. So um, I'd say it did more good than harm. That's really good. How does it sort of feed your soul to know that you're going to be back on the competition floor after such a long hiatus? Yeah, honestly, um, when I competed at regionals in 2018, I assumed I'd be at regionals 2019. And just like I was getting a little better each year and getting so close to the games. And then I didn't realize that might be my last competition at that level. Um, I did do Wadapalooza after that. So I would say that was my last big competition. Um, And again, when I was competing, I didn't know it might be my last opportunity to compete at that level. So this kind of means the world to me, just like that last, well, may or may not be my last opportunity, but an opportunity I didn't necessarily see coming. Mm-hmm. And training just feels different because I've been having so much fun with it and there's no pressure really. And I feel like it kind of changes my outlook and what drives me. And I don't know, I've just never had so much fun training before. That's great. And are you are you sort of going into this competition to like not taking it for granted and maybe thinking that this could also be your last competition you you know I mean mean, not obviously you don't have a crystal ball but right you never know just the sports changing so fast I feel like the structure of the path to the games changes every year what the games looks like has changed every year and it's kind of been hard for me to keep that motivation um so for now yeah I mean my why is just like doing amazing things and having fun and being strong and building confidence and um just doing my thing yeah, I like that. Um, let's talk a little bit about your um, your outside gym life. 
-hmm. you're a structural structural engineer yeah and so, then the word aerospace is in your instagram uh, yes. profile so you can explain that to us <laughs> okay as well. yeah so i didn't start crossfit until after college um I was very focused on school through college. I studied civil engineering and then a master's in civil with an emphasis in structures. And then I started working at Boeing right after college. And when I started working there, um, I found, okay, you work eight hours a day and then you have no homework or studying. And I had all this free time on my hands. And that's when I started doing CrossFit. Um, and growing up, I did gymnastics and track and cross country. So um, kind of used to that, like go to school, do after school sports and kind of, kind of, like cons uh, kept with that structure of my life. Um, so yeah, I I have an office job, which since 2020 has been remote, which also I think has helped a ton with my recovery, not having to commute, getting more sleep and just a more flexible um, work life. Um, and then, yeah, then I go train and training's always been like my hobby, what I do for me, what I do for fun, because I love it. And sure. I think that's why I've been able to keep doing it for so long. Um, that's great. So you mentioned training uh, is, is fun for you. Are there any other things outside of the gym that you do for fun? Yeah, I'm an auntie. So I have a six-year-old niece, a baby nephew, and then a one-year-old nephew. And if I'm not working or at the gym, I'm usually doing auntie things. Um, very oh, that's fun. Them. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Um, I presume that you watched semis this weekend. You had a chance to take a look at the competition. Any takeaways from the weekend? Um, mostly just watched the leaderboard and kind of some lesson learned types things. And as always, I mean, it's very humbling. Like people are, are doing incredible things and more people are getting stronger and stronger every year. Um, so yeah, it just kind of gives you a number to try and shoot for. And I'll be doing another, um, simulation this weekend, running through all the events to get a feel for them and hopefully learn a few more things for myself. Yeah, that was going to be my next question. If you've done some kind of mock mm -hmm. competition weekend, you've done a couple of those already. Uh, last weekend, we only knew two events. So I did the two that I knew, and then we made up some other um, semifinal type events to kind of run mm -hmm. through and get the feel of like how to warm up, how to um, fuel between events, how to recover, and what that sort of volume at that intensity would feel like. Um, so we did that last weekend with a few people from my gym. It was like a train with Chelsea training camp and it was super fun. And this I weekend, uh, we know all the events. So I'm going to try and I don't know the order of them, but we're going to guess at it. And we know a tentative schedule. So we're going to try and hit the events each or two events each day, um, kind of space like we think they will be next weekend. Yeah. So the two that you've known about a while, um, the mm -hmm. um, the complex and the legless rope climb. Yeah. Does one is one favor you more than the other? I know everyone's either usually like an engine person or a barbell mm -hmm. person. It sounds like you've got a little bit of both being into Olympic lifting recently. Yeah. Does one sort of strike your fancy more than the other? I mean, I definitely think the lifting complex will be one of my better events. Um, okay. I've always been like a stronger athlete, but. I also feel like I'm one of those people who's not going to be the best at anything, but I'm pretty good at, like, I don't have any big holes really. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of what's helped me succeed in the past. Um, so yeah, I, I, I mean, you can, you can win an event without winning an event, right? Right. You can, you can win a weekend yes. and not have any event wins. So that's, yeah. that's actually a good point. You can be more well-rounded mm -hmm. um, and have a good time with it. Um, your training evolution over the course of, you know, this 10 years, we talk mm -hmm. a lot about how athletes have discovered this 
sort of lack of volume, but increased intensity type Mm -hmm. thing where you're not just hammering yourself workout after workout. Um, Presumably you figure that out. When did that happen? And sort of how did that take place? Yeah. So when I was working with the coach, we knew that being someone who works full time out of the gym and just having like that commute and limited training hours in the day, we had to be really smart about things and very intentional about our training. So um, pretty early on, we were kind of it's quality versus quantity and do everything you can and that you have control over. Um, so I've been doing that a long time and um, it seems to have worked if you're just, if, if you're intentional about things, you can make it work. Yeah. Have you been pretty healthy, like injury wise? Yeah, actually. I mean, everyone has a couple little things, but um, for the most part, I've been very fortunate Um nothing too crazy and nothing holding me back. Nothing where I've had to take big breaks or anything like that. If something bothers me, I'll maybe avoid movements that hurt it for a little bit until it's feeling better and do some um, focused exercises to help build strength in that area and figure out what's causing it. But um, nothing yeah, like, an, like any reasonable person would do, right? right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> That sounds reasonable. Yeah. Um, who's got your coaches pass this weekend, next weekend? Cody Looney. He's the Cody owner Looney's of my gym. And yeah, he's been doing all of my um, more focused programming uh, leading into the competition and all of the mindset stuff, all that. Um, he's my guy. Do you mostly train by yourself? Um, historically, yes. When I was working with a coach that programmed individually for me, um, mm-hmm. that was always by myself, not even in a CrossFit gym, just like alone in a Globo gym kind of thing. Um, but now being at his gym, it's very community based. I hop in the classes and I'll scale up or do extra things. But, um, for the first time ever this last year or two has been, um, training with people and it's just the people in my gym. Um, so it's been great. Yeah, that's cool. Um, you're 34 years old. Mm -hmm. Do you have master's aspirations when the time comes? Um, how do you feel about that? I haven't really thought that far ahead. It kind of has a different feel to me. It's hard to believe that I'm already there, <laughs> honestly. Right. Um, but I'm a competitive person and I love competing. And I think when I get there next year, when I qualify for quarterfinals, I'll of course do it full effort and mm-hmm. see what happens. And if I have the opportunity, then absolutely. I would love to keep competing. Okay, great. I mean, all and the girls in that division are the ones that I have competed with the last against, 10 years. Right, They've grown true. with me. So yeah, that's true. So um, last question, what's your goal? What's your ultimate goal for the weekend? I would love to finish top five and I feel like it's in reach. I know it's a pretty stacked competition, but I feel stronger than I've ever been. Um, The confidence is there and I feel like I've been putting in the focused work, at least recently, um, after giving my body some time to recover. So I don't think it's out of the question. I think I have as good of a chance as anyone. That's great. And besides myself, who else will be cheering you on next weekend? There are about a dozen people traveling from Seattle to Minnesota with me, including my parents, um, my coach, and then just other gym members. So, um, and then I know I'll have all the support um, watching streaming, uh, and I feel very supported this year. That's great. Well, be on the lookout for my co-host, Scott. He'll be wearing a Clydesdale Media shirt. He'd love to meet you. Great. And uh, I will be watching from Delaware. Um, and cheering you on. This has been a great uh, chance to get to know you and we wish you all the best of luck and happy travels. Thank you so much. Thank you. Take care, Chels. You too.